Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Blazeball, a worldwide internet phenomenon. 20 teams play each other over the course of one week. It's like that other sport, but faster and weirder, and a whole lot more birds. It's not a sport, it's a sport. And you get to decide how it's played. Did you like it? Yeah, that'll be better. <laughs> Forced Brady Bunches. <laughs> Forced force Brady Bunching. Absolutely love it. Um, cool. Well, so today, so welcome. This is Did You Read It? A weekly podcast about the internet, but waver at the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your uh pitch it's your pitching machine today. <laughs> i'm blaze boobs and i'm big time gum coming at you the old Josh smacker this morning gotta love it gotta got, love it chil- children in the background too so that's that's gonna be i think charlie free days is, is featured in this one so today so we had briefly mentioned on the last one of the last fprs we did i think Something called baseball yes. that we had discovered yes. on on I think it was the uh, it was a stat site that we were using. Free day had discovered it, and we had discovered baseball. And baseball, yes. the more that I researched baseball, because initially we had the thing we had kind of decided. Well, we what what was told to us was baseball was a horror baseball, baseball simulation. simulation. Message, right. <laughs> essentially exactly and that was like i was like what the fuck does that even mean because i've been watching like an insane amount of baseball mm-hmm. and you know we we have baseball kind of runs in our veins on this podcast because we had baseball card vandals a couple years ago and baseball card vandals that are our, our, our friends and they're like wonderful interesting they're like so some great. of the, the the best in the baseball world um and then i also just like watch a lot of baseball uh, my my team is the Cleveland Indians. I love them. They're a catastrophe, but I like watch them, you know, pretty pretty religiously. So when I saw the whole <clears throat> horror baseball thing, I was very like, "What the fuck is this?" Right? Not right. like a perversion of my game as much as like I I don't even under, I don't understand how this works. Right? Right. And then and then basically what happened after that is as soon as we finished that episode, I I like dove in. And I, I decided to just like try to figure out what it was all about, and I got really into baseball, dude. And so for all of season twenty four, the expansion era, yes, I was like locked in. You were into it. I was super into it, and I was. Oh man! And I was like, I had my team, I had my player, I had my like, I was, yeah. I you know, I had my idol, I had my team. My team was the Ohio Worms. Okay. My my idol, and what that means is your the player, you're basically your favorite player, but also you get points for certain things if your idol does well in certain capacities. Okay. My idol's name was Scratch Deleuze. And, <laughs> okay. And I was just like completely engaged. And so, wow, does your player so, need to be on your team? Yes. No. No. I don't think so. I don't think okay. so. That, that that well so. We're going to start from the beginning because this is truly one of the most True, confusing yes. things I've ever, <laughs> ever even tried to experiment, yeah. experience, which is kind of what makes it, I mean, that's kind of the purpose, right? Like that is, that is like, literally the purpose of the experience. It would be like yeah. trying to describe 
baseball to dog teams. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of the same level of absolutely makes no sense to me. I'm dealing with it a little bit with with my kids in that, like, we were trying to teach them sports and, like, there's zero context for what baseball is and why it matters in their lives. You're like, no, no, this is going to be important. They're like, what? Like, you hit this thing and then you run in the circle. What? And they're like, this has nothing to do with anything like getting candy or eating candy or farting. Like, it's nothing. They're like... Yeah, because they probably just grasped the idea of like goals, like in soccer. Like yeah. that's a pretty easy one to get. Kick the but ball then you the you look at baseball, you look at like football, and you're like, what? Well, huh? baseball, baseball in particular is part- is strange. Like it's basketball, weird. you also get like, listen, the basketball, your, football, your goal, and soccer. Yeah, you put this thing in that thing. Yeah, yeah like f- even sense. football, you're like your goal is to get, get it to that, get that ball to that side. Right. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily like with baseball it is so bizarre and it's just yeah. so many strange rules that don't inherently make any sense. Right. So you have you have bases, you have four bases, you're playing in a diamond, you're not playing in a you're not playing in a in a sim- symmetrical yeah. experience that would predicate you winning by going to your opposition side. Right. There yep. are nine innings. There are three outs. Yeah. Like everything is in odd numbers, right? It's just where strange. do the numbers come from? It, you can almost tell that this game was invented during like was, like a tough time in human history when like people so, were yeah. eating like bread made out of dirt and like right, right, like watching public hangings and it is. Which <laughs> it's like that's where it stuff was from. weird. Yeah, like things like were rough. Old old Britain, like. 1500s Britain. And that's what that's I kind of like about... Created, what was the guy's name that made it? Lee Pate? No. Lee yeah, Pate that's baseball, but it was based on this game called called Rounders. Rounders! Is, I forgot Which about is that. like the same thing, but British. And yeah, like you run around and then someone's getting hung in the middle and then like yeah! you, score, you, you get a loaf of uh, quail bread. Uh, exactly and none of it made sense there was always like a little sad dickinsonian street urchin on the corner being like hear all about it like the new teams is playing rounders and it's like now you look at blaze ball and actually it stayed kind of true to the origins of baseball (laughs) yeah in a a way and and so shia i think blue shia is british so i think that shia i'm glad (laughs) boobs knows as little about baseball as me so this is going to be fun because we're both simultaneously explaining baseball and yes. explaining baseball which are two different things one based on the other right so Perfect. um so so i guess it is an important it is in a way an important foundation to understand in some capacity the basic rules of baseball to understand yes. baseball and the culture of baseball to understand baseball because i guess if somebody was if there's a sport called like scrugbly and it was like <laughs> what's that and they'd be like it's based on rugby i'd be like i'm already lost right yeah. i don't know anything about rugby i don't know anything about this right yeah so the basic rules of baseball being you know in this for all of our american listeners are are sports fans this is gonna be ridiculous that i'm explaining baseball but you know it is for people who don't i mean we're an internet podcast like there's a lot of people who i presumably are not into sports have never been outside like me outside exactly so base uh baseball the the basic 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 rules 
on a foundational level, maybe you learned it in PE class, maybe you didn't, right? There are nine innings, two teams, right? Each team has a pitcher, a catcher, a uh, first baseman, second baseman, shortstop, which stands between second base and third base. Who's a, a shorter baseman. guy. Third short, yes, he has to be short. He has to be short. That's a really important. No, he doesn't have yeah. to be short. He so okay. stands between second and third. Okay. Left field, center field, right field, right? And cool. then in the American League, there's there are two leagues of Major League Baseball, which is the American the American League, which is the dominant league, but is becoming less and less the dominant league, right? Oh. There's the American League and the National League. On the American League, you also have someone called the designated hitter. Ooh. who who bats instead of the pitcher but on the national league the pitcher actually bats right? they stay sober too they stay sober right no exactly. nobody stays sober <laughs> nobody stays sober um so okay. the, the point of the game is to score more runs than the other team runs score. being okay. you you get a hit you get a hit by uh, hitting so the pitcher throws a baseball. Everybody knows what a baseball looks like. It's very tiny. It's, it's it seems insane that someone would hit a baseball because mm-hmm. it goes so fast, right? But you hit a baseball. Nobody catches it in the air, and then if it goes on the ground, nobody catches it on the ground. Then throws it to first before you get to first, or mm-hmm. if if it's like out if it's in like the outfield, for instance. It, it the ground ball the like left fielder would get it the the guy who just hit the ball is rounding first to try to get the second if you throw the ball and you get there the ball gets there before the guy gets the second you have to tag them instead of just touching the base right oh shit any of this you lost dog me groups? okay you lost um, me pitching machine okay <laughs> so you gotta you, there's no way to explain it all in one breath you <laughs> And you have to use a lot more analogies too. You just got to get everyone around that diamond as many kinda, times as you kinda. can. You're, the goal is to get from the goal is to get to home plate, right? Which is it's first base, home. second base, third base, home, right? Home. The goal the goal is to get to home plate more than the other team. That's the, easy, that's the point, right? easy. Yeah, um, totally. So so that's the basic. <laughs> basic basic part of baseball now baseball so baseball was founded on um on the concept of baseball as a simulation right so there's code happening you hit play the code is dictating everything that happens and that's an important detail for people is that you are not playing baseball when you are playing playing baseball watching yeah you are a fan yeah, your role in baseball is you are just a fan. Nobody is playing. You are watching the intergalactic teams and players play. You're a now, betting so, man. You're a be- yes, exactly. You're yeah. That is all it is. You are betting the whole time, right? Like when I was playing, I was I was literally getting up in the morning, putting bets <laughs> down, doing a, a little bit of work, checking baseball putting more bets down right like that's all you do all day you don't you're not betting with real money it's, a, it's just they're just called coins they're like a yeah currency and and that's that's it right and so it just runs simulations of these baseball games but right. they're not just baseball games there's other no, 
shit that can happen. <laughs> right. So okay. So let's. So I just talked a little bit about the rules, just to just to like convey convey the some of the weirdness of the rules of baseball, right? So I I already described some insane rules with baseball. So some of the insane rules with baseball would be I'm just going to pick a random season. Season right. 9, the forecast, okay. right? So um ongoing decrees. So eat the rich. So in season 3, funds from the top 1% of co- coin havers will be redistributed to the remainder of the fans at the end of the postseason. The decree Fun. will remain effect indefinitely. Enhanced party time. When a player is in party time, mathematically eliminated from the postseason, they'll have a chance of receiving random permanent stat boosts during their games. Wild cards. What are decrees? A random team. So a decree is at at the... this is an insane concept to describe, by the way. I am like, obsessed, as, dude. It's so it's so. In, I can't wait for the next season of it. We're gonna enter season twenty five, and you guys have to be into it. That's right. I, so crazy. I just joined this morning, right before we jumped okay. on, and it is for everybody listening. We are in a siesta right now, which is this is post uh, season. Was it twenty four? You said post season twenty four, yeah. which was called. What was it called? It was um, the latest era was, I don't know. There was a name the, for it. The expansion but era. The expansion era. And, and, um, and the where the some weird era, shit happened. Yeah. Tons of weird. It, weird shit always happens. But, you know, a decree is, and this is a big important part of the whole game, right? Is at the end of each season, the fans vote based on the coins that they have gotten throughout the game or throughout the simulation you get coins and you spend those coins on the concession stand and that's your voting power stand well the things you get at the concession stand allow you to do certain things throughout the game right okay so like i i was like fucking racking up pickles because if i if i when you have a pickle uh your idol scratch to lose was my idol he Mm -hmm. Uh, if he steals a base, you get like 50 coins or something, right? So, and then I got, I got, I had like a tons and tons and tons of pickles. So every time you would steal a base, I got like 500 coins, right? You were like, boom, boom, boom. One voting ballot is a thousand coins, I believe, or it was on this previous era. Whoa. And then when you get a voting ballot at the end of the season, you vote on decrees. And what that means is you vote on new rules to be implemented okay. into baseball. Right. Okay. So, so, and that is everything. That's like, um, every, every season there's a new decree and, um, and that, and, it, and again, what what is so insane about this, about this concept is like, you're not voting on things like we're going to add a fifth base. Like you might. Right. But like mm-hmm. what you're also voting on are things like, um, like, uh, like every weather time, conditions. Yeah. Like every time the weather is jazz, jazz. Blo- blood rain incinerates one umpire. You know what I mean? Like those are the things that you're voting on. Like these so that's crazy like, things that you're just like, this what the hell? So that's right. like where the horror part comes in. It's like right. the weird. So something I noticed uh, people were talking about on the subreddit after the this expansion era ended is that right. many of the teams got sucked into a black hole. 
last era. Everybody died. Everybody died. Everybody's dead. So that's kind of insane. So right now, everybody is dead. I think it was confirmed that they'll be bringing the teams back, but I don't know if that means, you know, the, the players may still be dead. I've, right. I read, I mean, uh, Big Time Gum sent us a great yep. video last night where someone great explained video. that the players made a rule during one era that you could bring back a dead player, but then the game right. creators can kind of, it's almost like the Monkey's Paw episode we did where it's like, right. you can, as players, create a fun rule, but the game creators are kind of like, the antagonists where they can be like, okay, but this is going to be, you know, the bad shit that happens when you do that. So there's Uh just like huge, crazy, bloody surprises around every corner. Sounds a lot like American politics, right? Dog. (laughs) Yeah. And American baseball. Um, So So there's a really great, and there's a great wiki on all this stuff. Like from the, from the baseball wiki on, on the, which you can access through the Reddit. But it might be worth reading what is Blaze Ball and um, just just as like a, like a clean paragraph because there's some yeah. uh, there's some ramblings going on here. Let's get that. Oh, this is paragraph. this is going to be a very rambly episode because this is I mean, but but this is the point in a way like yes, that, that's it, this is confusing. kind of accommodates it. Yeah, it is. Let's get that paragraph. Confusing. So, do you, dog, do you, you want to do you want to read? Yeah, let's read this straight up about. And the history, because I think that there's the about from inside inside baseball, proverbially, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're inside the baseball world, then this is what it's about. If you are outside of the baseball world, this is what it's about, right? So yeah. I'll pull up the wiki and I will just read just on the on the top level. I'm going to read the wiki, and then if you could read the actual baseball wiki about, maybe that would be helpful, right? Yeah. Some of it might be redundant, but all right. So, Blaze Ball is a baseball simulation horror game developed by the Game Band. The Game Band is a very small game studio. I believe they're based in LA somewhere, um, and they make mobile games, right? Like they're not like they're not like a Hot Shot, Call of Duty. Like they're making small stuff, right? Got it. But very popular, and, and there's a whole there's a huge market for this kind of stuff, obviously. So, um, it was released in July 2020. So this has only been around for a year. Wow. Right? And it was released in the middle of quarantine, essentially as a contingency plan because quarantine fucked everything up, right? Damn. And and so it was released in July 2020 and is played via a web browser. During each week, the game is active. A full season and championship series of Internet League Baseball, which is the name of the league, is simulated with elections on Sundays in which the community can change the rules of the game. Non-player characters, such as the league's owner and commissioner, occasionally deliver dialogue on the website through Twitter accounts, creating an absurdist horror narrative. The game has an active fandom known for their prolific fan works, and there's a high degree of audience participation with the game's developers actively engaging in the fan community online. So that that is really what this is all about, right? It is a simulation where the fans all actively participate in the in the fandom on Discord. They use Discord a lot, really heavily. Twitter a little bit, and Reddit. I think those are the three places they're most most active in terms of the communication. And the fans' um, involvement is betting, which can earn you the right to dictate rules along the way which then changes the simulation parameters essentially exactly so, exactly exactly um, um okay 
Cool, uh, cool. Dog, do you, do you want to read? Do you want to read the actual base baseball wiki? Yeah. About? Let me. Uh, do you have it, Dog? Let me oh. Share my screen. Let me show you what I'm on. By the way, I'm supporting the Baltimore Crabs. Oh, old Crabs head. Gotta. Um, gotta be. I'm, yeah, so I'm, I'm a worms my, guy. Oh, a worms. A worms guy. I'm a lover. What about guy you? Because I'm from San Francisco, so I went with the local team, and of course, like this, and this, like. This will never change the stereotype, but if you ever say you're from San Francisco, people go like, ah, gay stuff, right? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like still you're across like, the Jesus. board. It's like, um, it's always been like the stereotype and it's, and I'm, I'm glad to see it still holds true in the simulation world. Even though <laughs> of course, uh, anybody who was gay in San Francisco probably got forced out for gentrification like Seriously. They're like not the thing anymore. They're like, no, no, no. Ivy League vests only. Poor favor. Move it. Uh, Move it. it. Cool. So I'm part of the lovers. All love right. It. I love, love that. I'm all about it. I, I just think crabs are funny. So I'm, that's my, why the, I'm the other team. You're, you're a Baltimore head. The other team yeah. might go for the Tokyo lift. Uh, they're moving like oh. my team. I also love the Miami Dale. Dale, you know, that's yes. pretty funny. Okay, what so. What is Dale? I, I don't know that reference. Does I don't know. Something? I just know that Pitbull says it in every song he does. Oh, is it like a. Dale. Oh, it's like a Miami like. Hello. Yeah. You know, it's like a thing. I think it okay. means party y'all. Like yeah, I'm yeah. Pitbull. Yeah, so, I wasn't invited yeah, to that the, one. The Miami party all on pit bulls. Yeah, that's um, what it means. All right, so, so baseball is a sport. And when I, I went to that hyperlink to see what exactly that means, <laughs> this is what shows up. Let me see if it'll take you there. <laughs> Splorts. And then right. everything is blocked off. You can't click on it. Splort, so, so is- sportsmanship. It is worth it is worth mentioning this is a big part of their culture as well is there's a lot of redacted text that actually would would help clarify rules they were always redacted like it, I don't know if the if blazeball.com I know the last time I was there it was cuz when the expansion era ended they kind of went on a like hey we got to fix some stuff we're taking a little bit of time in this big siesta and so a lot of the yeah, so all of the main, a lot of like the main things are gone, yeah, for now. Which this would you know great. have things like the the decrees, the rules, the constitution, and you would click on them, and it would be like, therefore, if redacted, 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 <laughs> baseball sports, redacted, redacted, internet baseball league, redacted. You know what I mean? So it was like not helpful, but that also yep. added to the. The, the added fuel to the whole the fandom speculation the like create it yourself I like being able to redact things in my day to day life that yeah. could for for your protection you know like right. yes and you, if you knew I'd have to kill you kind of thing yeah like if my wife is asking me too many questions and I have I give her a prepared statement but most of it's blacked <laughs> out she's like all the information I want to know is in here and I'm like well you we don't it's national security sorry yeah. Yeah, I don't make the rules. It could make you see me differently, and we can't handle that. So we can't <laughs> we can't handle that. Redic- redactions is a great tactic. Okay, it's a great tactic. I'm already, okay. already loving base baseball. I know, right? So these it's are so other sports. You you get into it, 
and it's it doesn't get any less confusing. I'm going to tell you that. Right now. <laughs> like the more you get into it, the more confusing it gets, and it just yeah. it entirely depends on how much energy you have for discovering something from nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you that's know, really what this comes down to. This reminds me a lot of kind of like the mental barrier you have to get through when you first start playing Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know if you, where it's like, that's what people say. That's my, my friend, Tom, who, who like, he's like, dude, that's some nerdy shit, dude. That's like Dungeons and Dragons level shit. It is totally because like it takes imagination. And like, if, if you're going to play this, like, and you are, that's what the redacting thing I think makes it so fun too. It's like, you don't have a set of perfect rules that you just follow in every um, like hypothetical situation. Right. It's like, no, you have to make it up. And like, that's, what's fun about this is especially when someone makes a game like this in a, the internet community gets involved totally. because you've got just a shit ton of people. So they all just yes. And each other, it's just like the totally. funniest stuff. So I love anyway, that. Um, so these are others. You're reading the thing. So re- yeah, no, no. read more about sports. This is other sports. This is just funny. Archery. Blaseball. Yes. Blastered ball. Blittle league. <laughs> Glolf. <laughs> little league. Two L's. Relock. Plaper. Sklizzers. Atlantis. Georgia's. <laughs> and Lang Richardson. I don't know what that one means. But Lang this is, Richardson. This is, what, this is the fucking vibe, man. Like, this is every single thing... <laughs> Every every element of this thing of this game, it introduces variables that use that it, it starts to take you down some version of of real world logic, right? And then you and then it takes you away from it, and and your brain just cannot quite wrap your head around the change that just happened, right? So like mm-hmm. the the attributes are a really good example of this, where I was noticing this, where it was like cool like the attributes that the like the player attributes that determine how they perform in the simulation right because it's it's a simulation so it's basic code you know again you hit play and then all the players do their thing right yeah but it's like cool like what are the attributes jumping um high poweredness Uh fervor peanut (laughs) peanuts like um rectangle right like all of a sudden it it starts with things like oh yeah fervor makes sense like somebody's got a lot of energy they're gonna be good this game whatever yeah and then all of a sudden you're just like like it'd be like handsome fingers right like all these things right like what in the world like what fingers what what does this do explain fingers to the audience well fingers is I, i don't even I don't know, but from what I understand, it's it's like it literally is the quantity of fingers that the player has. <laughs> so that it could be hundreds, it could be ten, it could be nor it could be four, right? Wow. Okay. But I don't really know what having more or less fingers does to determine success. Got right? it. It doesn't mean like more is better or anything. Right. It's just well, because because again, because because this is raw coding, as far as we know, the way it's the way it's designed is like the closer your fingers are to the number 60 the better yeah. it is you know what i mean for all like, we know it's like be, yeah yeah it's some weird like exactly some weird metric we don't know right mm-hmm. and that's and that's kind of what's happening throughout the game so um anyway so continue with the, the explanation of baseball 
All right, cool. So Blaseball was made known to us in the beginning of season one. However, it is uncertain how long it has existed. So this is like the inside Blaseball. Yeah, Blaseball. this is the from from. <laughs> yeah. Some experts speculate Blaseball has always existed, half-formed in the corner of our collective vision, while others philosophize that Blaseball was synthesized via humanity's darkest hour expressly to absolve us from the sins of mortal hubris by way of instrumentalizing further hubris. (laughs) All scholars agree, however, that the commissioner is doing a great job. This is something you hear a lot. You always, you always hear, you always hear, this is like, this is like baseball fans. You always hear them say the commissioner is doing a great job. And I don't, and I don't entirely know what it means. I, I'm like barely, barely scratching the lore, but you just you hear just, that a lot. FYI. You have to agree with it. Yeah. Baseball is played by two teams across two leagues, follows rules similar to the ancient sport of redacted, which was outlawed in the year of redacted. It right. consists of a season composed of 99 matches across five days, which is like every week. Right. Matches occur every hour between two teams, and the team with the higher scores declared the winner, following ancient and arcane rituals involving blalls and blazes. Each team has a total win-loss ratio, and at the end of the season, the four best teams from each league move on to the postseason, which occurs every Saturday. This is a best-of-five series between the eight teams. It concludes with the season's championship internet series when one team is declared the champion. On Sunday, which is known as the Slabbath, no sports are allowed to take place. What was that last bit, dog? You cut out for a second. Can you you do that again? Yeah, yeah. Um, On Sunday, this is known to some as the Slabbath. No splorts are allowed to take place. Instead, the results of the election are revealed and the events of the season are set into motion. So the fans of baseball bet coins, like you've mentioned, um, on who they believe is going to win in each match. And if that team wins, the participant earns back double what they initially bet. The coins are collected for many reasons, (laughs) such as greed. However... Most participants eventually spend these coins at the shop to purchase beneficial items to fuel their gambling or to purchase vote tickets. Coins do roll over from season to season. So that's where your pickles have come into play. Uh, Sounds like those are an absolutely wonderful purchase. So elections. Every season, participants are given the opportunity to spend their vote tickets on a predetermined ballot of decrees and blessings. At the end of a season, the votes are tallied and the highest vote Uh, voted changes are enacted. Um, Decrees are significant changes to the state of the game or to the rules itself. Blessings are significant changes to individual players on individual teams. So blessings are awarded on a lottery, meaning that the participants voting on a particular blessing on behalf of their team means that their team is more likely but not guaranteed to be awarded that blessing. (laughs) Examples of known blessings include performance-enhancing demons, which improves the team's overall performance, or Gunblade Bat, which is a random hitter on the team permanently gains a very powerful Gunblade Bat that maxes out their hitting stats. Cool. Very cool. It sounds like there's a book of Blaseball, which has all of the rules. Um, the rules... Almost entirely redacted. Almost yeah. entirely redacted, yeah. <laughs> totally redacted. 
And uh, then they have a whole section of recent history. If you wanted to go through all of the recent eras and championships and see how that all went down and the history of all the different rules and shit. Yeah. And they're all, they're all pretty crazy. Like each, if you really want to, I mean, as I was playing it, I was like, somebody is going to license this shit to turn it into a show or a movie or a fucking anime, like something. Cause it's, it's really like really fun, really creative shit. So Mm -hmm. actually, you know what? I'm going to read just a little bit of one of the seasons just to give a little bit of a, a context as to like what has happened. So, um, perfect. Cause I think there's, there's like, um, let's pick like, uh, you're, you're a Baltimore crabs head. I'm going to pick the discipline era season 10, the Baltimore crabs won. They were the champs, right? So great season 10 began on October 12th, 2020. The regular season concluded on October 16th. The Baltimore crabs defeated the Charleston shoe thieves game, uh, three games to one to win their third internet championship in Trigger Ascension. So notable events. End of the discipline era. After a full nine seasons under the rulings of the Forbidden Book, season 10 marked the end of the tyranny of the shelled one. The (laughs) the subtitle changed to Peace and Prosperity to signal the start of a new age. Rise in violence. On the evening of Thursday, October 15th, the Baltimore Crabs began idolizing Tillman Henderson, who was recently incinerated as an experiment. However, upon reaching slot 18, which was marked with a blood rain icon, both the icon and the numerical marker lit up in a deep blue, much like the appearance of the Hall of Flame in speeches from the monitor. Fans quickly mobilized to idolize more incinerated players, and by day 97, six players had occupied all six weather icons in order. Caligula Lotus. These are the names of the players, by the way. That's the other hilarious <laughs> thing. Dude, the names of the players is fucking crazy. Like, they are absolutely... Funny they, they names like are an art. They're so funny, and they're also, like, they look like they're straight up pulled from a generator, which they actually might be. But, so, Caligula Lotus, Landry Violence, Workman Gloom, Sebastian Telephone, Tillman Henderson, and Randall Marijuana. <laughs> Additionally, fans placed Jalen Hot Dog Fingers in slot 14. This is a big oh, deal, right? Yeah. Based on tweets from the microphone repeatedly calling out to Jalen, as as usual, fans expected an event to be triggered at the end of Day 99. However, as Day 99 came to an end, a late-minute shift in the idol board led to an unpredictable result. In a oh, twist, boy. Tillman Henderson came back to life to join the Charleston Shoe Thieves. Remember, Jalen Hot Dog Fingers was... Or, I'm sorry, Tillman Henderson was dead, right? Yeah. While Jalen Hot Dog Fingers was forced back into the void, taking Henderson's position on the board in the Hall of Flame... Oh. Flame is where the best idols are, right? Or the, the most popular idols. Um, where uh, uh, Henderson gained the modification returned and is now the second player to have returned to active play from incineration. Hot Dog Fingers gained the new modification, flickering, uh, <laughs> spelled insanely, uh, the effect of which was unknown at the time it was granted. So this is the other thing. It's like suddenly you're granted these things that people go, what does that do? And people go, I don't know. And the are going to have to try it. Know, right? Yeah. But you don't try anything. You just have to watch it. Oh, yeah. And wait right? and see if it happens. Yeah. Lotus Violence and Gloom received the season-based modifications Friend of Crows, Fire Eater, and Siphon, respectively. Meanwhile, last-minute shifts caused Traumas 
or Thomas Dracana to gain siphon and Han Fox to gain friend of crows, right? The death of the shelled one. As the end of season nine, the shelled one, the shelled one's pods arrive to wage war in the league, this time against the season 10 champions, the Baltimore Crabs. In a show of absolute strength, the pods defeated the Crabs in a single hit from Wyatt Quitter. Then, a final gambit, the microphone cashed in on its deal, and the Hall Stars, a team composed of the 14 most beloved players in the Hall of Flame, arrived. <laughs> to challenge the Sheldon on behalf of the league. After a full nine innings, Dominic Marijuana hit the final blow to win the game. The Monitor attacked and ate the Sheldon, claiming it was kind of bland, thus ending the discipline era. Right. Oh, damn. Wow. So, and then the ascension of the Baltimore Crabs. Following the match, following the rematch, the Charleston Shoe Thieves in the, uh, in the Internet Series, the Baltimore Crabs became the first team in Internet League Baseball history to win three championships, qualifying them for Jeez. ascension. A rule in the book of baseball that states if a team wins three championships, they and baseball shall ascend. Oh. After winning against the Shoe Thieves and being defeated by the shelled one's pods in day six, the crabs were said to have been called up into the big leagues, which took them out of their place in the wild league to be replaced by the Tokyo lift. The first <laughs> new team in internet league baseball shortly into season 11, a new element appeared on the baseball bulletin board called telescope, which tracks the scoring of the crabs in the big leagues, but does not display the moment to moment gameplay. So the big, so the, the, the crabs got called up, man. Yeah. Um, Shit. So, so that is just one season. That's an example of everything that happens in one season. And this entirely happens over text, right? Damn. And you're watching the whole thing happen. And then on Discord and Twitter, you're like talking with your fans, talking with your friends who also root for the Ohio Worms. Be like, did you see that shit? They just incinerated <laughs> fucking scratch to lose. What the hell's going on? Right. And, and that's what's going on. Um, Damn. It's crazy. You really so, have to either care or pretend to care about something that's not real. Yeah. You can't tell if it's if right. it's well, like um if it's just community building in a way, like where, you know, it's people finding this community and going like, this is gonna be cool because like sports for jocks. I'm a nerd. They bullied me, right. so I'm gonna find this other new thing. And it's it's um not unlike the improv community, maybe, or like whatever bit, yeah. any other community of like um, people pretending to care, or I, it feels just like community building to me in in a in a very kind of creative way. I'm I'm, it I'm is. for it. Um, well, this is I mean this is every this is what is so special and weird and awesome about it, right? Is like it kind of begs the question: Why do we care about anything we care about to a degree? Right. Yes. And and I actually think the same thing about like professional sports. I you know, I, I look totally. at a lot of these people and I'm like, why do you why do you care? Unless you're sort of like your brother's the quarterback or something. Yes. Yeah. Right? Um and I, I think it's community. It's like it's a place to get drunk yeah. on the weekends with, with these totally. other people that also like to not work out and have guts. Totally. And so it seems like that's what the creators were trying to do too. Cause this did come right. out during quarantine and it was like a side project at their studio that they have and it, they didn't expect it to take off so huge, but part of why they created it in interviews they say is like to bring people together. And it sounds like it's just like some, you know, some goofy shit, like yep. anybody can get pumped about. 
I don't know, right. get, you get into it, you know, world building with people brings people together. Yeah. Well, what's really yeah. fun is, is like the community uh, being, uh, being able to dictate some of the terms and the rules and, yeah. and, and like without that, you're very much on the sidelines. And so, uh, it's, it's a cool experiment in like building out this, this, um, you know, this universe, this environment and, mm-hmm. and seeing where it goes. Um, so are you guys, are, do you, do you guys follow any sports teams? I know the answer for you dog is probably uh, a resident. No. Are there, um, is there like a Sims to follow or anything? Like, is there like a public Sim that like a people sort of participate in watching? Because if they don't do a thing like this, they're crazy. I think they should. You yeah. Know? They absolutely yeah, right? should. For seems, the Sims? Yeah. Like, yeah. like some oh, sort of like yeah. community based, like, pay attention system to some I mean you guys I have a list of some amazing Sims people but it's nothing like right. or not an organized it's not centralized. Thing like this. Yeah. yeah. It, no. Yeah. But well, you know what well, that, they do have though that is really kind of crazy? They have sim like made up Sims modeling agencies where they will like collect role playing people's Sims accounts and be like do you want to join our modeling agency? And then they'll like basically people will share the files to their sim and they can download other people's sims and then create scenes where they're like all these influencers hanging out and then they post like like we're the millennial modeling group and it's very it's weird so there are some like centralized groups that do that and there are some people that make real music that real music and then they they're like a musician sim personality that's like an Ariana Grande type, but a sim that's not real. But there's real music that this person makes. That's interesting. Very so interesting. Uh, the baseball world has has like all the, these offshoots of sort of creative endeavors from the fans. Yeah. Like music and things like that where people are now sort of like competing in the real world to support their team in a way that's like, my team has this theme song and somebody made right. it. And yeah. it's, it's good. And you're like, yeah, that is a, my, my team song sucks. Like we need a yeah. better rap song. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, so, so what, you know, this is, this is all about this like fake version of sports. Right. Um, but you know what you just described too, dog and, and, and uh, in Spacamon, Spatchman, um, is yeah. it asked if the role playing, uh, I think RP is what they mean when they say, yeah, or, uh, I but it, uh, is the RP sim community still active? Which you just answered. But what's interesting about that is like yeah. they're simulating the influencer ecosystem. Yeah. Right. That's that. That's their simulation. Which there is an mm-hmm. element of that, right? Now we don't mm-hmm. have as much. But like I don't. I don't look at like Vine or TikTok and go like that's my guy. Right. Yeah. You know. But that's what. That's why I asked about the sports affinity, right? Because I grew up a fucking sports head. And then I went through about about you know probably eight years wandering wandering the desert alone, anti sports, and then came out of it and got really like back into sports. And I am like I have my teams and I yeah. know everything about them and I'm fucking down right. And my teams are the Cleveland Indians, the Cleveland Guardians. Now that's what they go by, right? That just changed. <laughs> oh yeah, that just team. changed. Um, the Guardians, the, huh? I heard, yeah, I heard the, a, a the suggestion guards. that they were going to be called the Spiders, which it just sounds so bad, but... I well, like the it. Spiders is an old... That was like their original name back in the 1900s or whatever, the Cleveland uh, Spiders. 
Yeah, the white um, power spiders, I think, was the full name. And then that were, was what I that was what yeah. I voted for. Um, yeah. But you have the Cleveland Guards, the Cleveland Browns, which I'm a big Browns fan. That should be changed the, too, right? The Browns. And, no, the Browns are based on the Browns are named after their 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 owner from <laughs> their first owner. Are you um, sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> and then and then Arsenal Gunners, right? The L- North London soccer team, and so. I what's so interesting is there is a raw so with with the Cleveland teams it's all about it's all about my family right like that that really is the the big part of it is like me and my cousins are all on like a a, a group chat called the kids table named after when we were when we were I all love that. growing up we were all we all had to sit at the kids table right so we just we have this group chat called the kids table it's all the cousins and it's all like a lot of the chat is about cleveland sports right because we're all from northern ohio and like that's a way like i'm i you know i live in la one of them lives in denver columbus san fran in dallas i think is where we all are so none of us are living in in near cleveland anymore with our family and so it's a really good way for us to like feel that community around Cleveland, yeah right yeah and god forbid really anybody important. talks about like uh aunt hilda's drinking problem or uh politics or like right, <laughs> anything right. real because it, it could like blow the roof off this family you know right so right, like right. sports is this like happy little you know safe well, thing to discuss yeah and, and it, it just and, you know and, I've, and i meet i meet people nice. all the time from I, every once in a while, I'll see somebody wearing a Cleveland Browns shirt or a, a, a Cleveland Cleveland Guards hat, and and I'm and you know immediately have a like, hey man, go tribe, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then Happens, it's a it's I, a moment of connection with people, and then you kind of go, where are you from? You'd be like, oh, I'm from Cuyahoga Lake, and I'd be like, oh, I'm from down in Marietta, like downtown. They'd be like, oh, I've been there, I love it, yeah. yeah. Cool. And then you know, and and it creates a sense of community immediately. That is that is regional. It's a shared language. It's a shared vision. It's a it's a shared value system because you know if you're from if you're from San Fran, there's there's a little bit of a specific value system that you're going to have that's going to be very different from people from Ohio, very different from people Gay from Louisiana, stuff. whatever. Cross the Gay stuff exactly. And and then Arsenal is interesting because I'm not from London. Obviously, I didn't grow up, but I, I became a big fan of Arsenal. And Arsenal is a very global team. Like soccer is a very global sport, obviously. So that one is a little bit more about a global community. And there's a phrase in soccer um, or football, rather, that you can you can choose your you can choose your yeah Shia LaDouche, the Gunners, the Goons. Um, so you can choose your family. What is it? You can choose your wife. You can choose your job, but you can't you can't choose your club, right? <laughs> yeah, is, is what people say. And that and that basically is like once you're once it's your team, that's your team. There's yeah. No changing. So you don't go from being like a Arsenal fan to be like, oh, I think I'm going to be a Leicester fan now. Actually, yeah. Right. You that can't do happen. that. Like they're not no. winning enough. I'm going to switch. You are an asshole no. if you do that. You can't totally. do that. And so, so there's there's an interesting psychology in in the community of that that I think this the act of simulating. Oh, I mean, shit, yeah. If, you're, if your team, I if your team moves cities, that's a yeah. complicated. Idea. So, Shia Ladouche asked, so, "What happens if your team moves a city?" Great question. Yeah. This happened to the Browns. They went to the, they went to Baltimore actually, and everybody abandoned them because it's not yeah. about the team; it's about Baltimore, or I'm sorry, it's about Cleveland, right? Yeah, so that was the, a big deal the here when the Chargers moved. Exactly. The Cleveland, the Browns came back, and then everybody was back on board, but it was a different team. 
right? So that just happened with the Chargers. That happened with the Rams. Like, yeah. you, you vote for the team in, in your city. You don't really vote. Or you root for the team in your city. You don't really root for the, the Yeah. The, the Do you team, ever so. intellectual? I mean, I would I would think intellectualizing all of the all of this conversation is dangerous if you are if you want to continue to be a fan. In that, um, like what you said is like I, I have a, a Cleveland. I have a Chief Wahoo hat that I have. For, I played yep. on a men's league baseball team in Los Angeles, and we were the Indians. Yep. I had to go buy all this gear. I love that hat. It's it's I think it's the hat. coolest hat in baseball. Although people seem to be offended by it, but they're pussies. Uh, but <laughs> Um, I wear it around still, just and um, I probably shouldn't now because I'll get canceled. But there's a guy in my neighborhood who's from Cleveland, and he always like leans out his window. He like spots me out of nowhere, and he's like, "Hey man, go tribe, go tribe. Hey, where are you from?" Exactly. And I'm like, "Oh, I, and I'm like, I hate to You're like, like burst. don't bring attention to it, but like, thanks, man." <laughs> no, no, I don't I mean I, you know, I, I'm I'm not slaughtering any in, in Indians, but um, uh, but I I hate to burst this bubble, but I'm like I'm not from Cleveland, dude. I, I bought oh. it. Like, I just got the hat, you know. So I feel like a I just fraud love this a little bit. Um, right. But just so, embody it. But then in, in what you said about like, there's a you know you sort of like. Um, it's it's this transferable community where they value you go oh i know that guy's value systems you know i i know that that guy likes to eat like uh cheetos what's like your guys's dish you know it's probably like a 19 layer dip with like cheetos like something like really heavy right um some like sports dish that's like midwestern that's like super delicious and fatty pigs and blankets or something yeah something like that you're like i know how the food you grew up with but like you know it, it sounds like comforting but it's also interesting in that like Going along with uh, the, the 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 transferable culture, to me, I'm like, is that it? Like, do people just take the culture that they're born with and like that's who they are? Like, it it yeah. seems like there's no choice in that, and right? So that's what I mean, like, in thinking about um, where you're from and, and your relationship with these teams, like, uh, do you want to stay within that community forever? Like, are those the mm-hmm. values that you still have as an adult? Like, um, yeah. I don't. I don't, I, you know, I, can you think your way out of being a, a sports fan per, for a particular team? Like if you're a Cleveland Indies fan, for, for instance, like with the Chief Wahoo hat, you're like, you know, yeah. the, the, the town changed the logo f- eventually. But like, if you're a Redskins fan and you've become like an uber liberal, are you still like touting that jersey? Yeah. Are you still like waving that flag? Right. I, I don't know. Like, um, or do you just well, try not to think too much and just go like, I'm here for the dip. I think it's these teams, regionally speaking, are a representation of the place. Right. And so mm-hmm. I don't think that, you know, if I were to move to Seattle right now, I would probably become a devout Kraken fan. Right. And Kraken, <laughs> the, the NHL just did a small expansion and the Seattle Kraken is the newest NHL team. Ooh. And I'm not and I'm not a I'm not like a big hockey fan. But I would, but you know, you see that and you go, I want to rep my city. I like what Seattle is all about. I want to be a Kraken fan. And then you go, and then I like go to Columbus on a fucking, you know, to visit my little brother. And I go to like the Blue Jackets are playing the Kraken. And I go, I'm not a Blues, I'm not a Blue Jackets fan, man. I'm a Kraken guy. Got to wear my Kraken jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, so there is, I think it's a little less, sometimes it's about being just where you're from, but it's more about how you want to identify as your like regional tribe. Right. I think that's kind of more what it's about. And I like 
being i like identifying as somebody from ohio a because i tend to like the people i meet from ohio out here mm-hmm. and other places real nice they folks. tend to be like nice pretty folks. warm nice like yeah they, they're like midwestern but they got out for a reason usually mm-hmm. it's like, like I don't somehow wear... better than michigan i, I can't explain it yeah it is. i know what you mean i mean i don't wear i don't wear any cleveland things when i whoa, go home whoa, because whoa, it's obvious whoa. you know what i mean yeah you know I don't. I don't need to, right? Because it's it's one of those things where I like go home and I'm not like the flag, the like signaling method of wearing a, a baseball hat that has a Cleveland logo on it. You, you don't need to do that back home. But here, I like when someone goes, "Hey, go tribe." So I go, "Hey, totally. go tribe." You're from Ohio too. What? What? Yeah. Where are you from? What's going on? Right? And so, and I think it's the same thing with Arsenal. Like if I'm if I'm in London, I'm not going to wander around with an Arsenal jersey because I don't need to. I don't need to signal. That that's part of my identity in a place where that's a big part of the identity already, right? Yeah, I want I, I want that where I can connect with people that are not from there. I mean, one of my really close yeah. friends in LA, um, this guy named Nick, who we we met doing a music video with Slipknot, weirdly enough, and cool. he he saw I was wearing a Cleveland hat, and he was like, "Hey, you from Cleveland?" I'd be like, "No, I'm from Marietta." He's like, "Go tribe." I was like, "You from Cleveland?" And then we we like go to games together now. We're constantly talking about the Browns together, like. We've become really good friends through this shared regionality that then has so many other things baked into it. You know what I mean? It has like reasons why you tick the way you do, some of the things you think. Some There's got to be so, a political theory based in, in all of this conversation in that like um, you're saying because someone's from somewhere, you're going to like uh, see eye to eye with them to some extent or at least get along with them. And it sort of creates these like bubbles and you can just look at it like the reds in the blue states right like not to make this about politics but i think it's interesting and why people think they make the choices they do i don't think it's as much as their independent choices they think it is but like you know there's these clusters of like ideologies and and i'm 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 sort of trying to get to like it's interesting i'm I'm thinking of why and then you can see it through sports really well it's like if you led with like hey man do you like uh you like burritos it's like yeah, totally. I like burritos. Like something like yeah. that's not sports related or regional. Um, or like, hey, you like the like milkshakes? Oh yeah, I like milkshakes. It's like, hey, <coughs> get one sometime, you know? And like right. you might be <laughs> um there's a lot of ways to like create a relationship with someone and in sports is a very like ubiquitous way of doing it globally. So right. it, it works really well and you don't have to talk about politics, which is why I think it works, but uh but uh I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is one way to do it. And I think that, you know, bands are another way. Like, if, you know, I wear a lot of band shirts. Exactly. In, in like, bands. It yeah. sucks when I'm wearing my Sublime gear uh, and someone's yeah. like, hey, Tribe. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you're like, hey, I'm not a Sublime, music fan. Sublime heads. Mahalo. It's, just, it's just my yeah. most comfortable a, stuff. A while, a while back, I made the blanket statement that, like, people hang out with people that look like them, and you guys scoffed at me like I was some sort of uh, bigoted, <laughs> judgmental prick, which I could be sometimes. But, um, like, you see people with, like, tattoos hanging out with people with tattoos. You see people that with, like, certain body types hanging out with other people with certain body types. You see people with, like, uh, fucking mohawks hanging out with mohawks. I think it's it's the same. of it's a, It's a team that you relate to. And it's a way of thinking that you relate to. And I think people just like gravitate towards these safe places because they know they can sort of, uh, they're not going to be challenged too much there. Right. And it's a yeah. comfort zone. Um, and sports is similar and, and music very similar. Um, hey, totally. I need to get a couple new jerseys that it sounds like. 
Right. Yeah. Hey, Dr. I mean, Spichemin's is... right. Dr. Spichemin yeah. says, post-World Series when it's unexpectedly been harder to be a Cubs fan. Fan base has changed when your whole theme is being underdogs like Boston. What is there after the win and following disappointing seasons? Okay, who and you know what? Interestingly, interestingly enough, I'm originally from Chicago, and my father, Cleansington, has also right. expressed a similar sentiment. It's like... You're the whole thing that brought everybody together was that underdog theme. And when you win, but don't continue winning, it's a letdown. So he's, yeah, it's been tough for Cubs fans. So so this is, so what this says, which is, I think is going back to baseball, because I think that this is, this is, so all of what we're talking about, about choosing teams and and your association with a team, like you even said it yourself at the very beginning of this show, Freed, right? Where you were like, well, I'm I'm like I'm a I'm a lover. It. I regret because, it already. I regret yeah. it already. You're like I'm a lover because I'm from San Francisco, and I did the same thing. I was like, yeah, I'm, yep. I'm, I I chose the Ohio Worms because I'm from Ohio. So like, I'm I, be a worm, I, right? I thought about it because I'm like, I haven't lived there in 15 years. Like, right? But I'm like, who else would I choose? And the other team I I caught my eye was the Tokyo Lift. I just right. Like, right. I like the way things work over there. I like their trains. Right. Like mm-hmm. how clean it is. Um. But I couldn't do it. I still couldn't do it. Right. I had to yeah. choose San Francisco. Which is really is so fucking fascinating. And so the other thing. Those are the signs think... of people who have been sports fans, you know? Yes. Because I had true. no problem yeah. choosing the Baltimore Crabs because right. I don't. Right. You just like I crabs. Don't, yeah, You're I don't crabs think, think about yeah. sports uh, yeah. loyalty. And yeah. I feel this, so, like the Dodgers is like the, the hatred of the Giants, you know, baseball wise. Yeah. And like, I could totally. never be a Dodgers fan. Like, but I will go to yeah. the games and I will quietly sit there and never cheer. I'll always cheer for the other team. <laughs> um, and I just, it's like, in, you just like could never do it. I don't know. Even nope. though I can intellectualize why I should be able to, I just yeah. can't. How do you so feel here, if like Chach and Hank are both Dodger fans? Well, the, people have given them like Dodgers related swag Gear. gifts, like Shit. just like locally, you know, hey, you he's for your this. kids, you know, I get this old bag. Yeah. And, like, oh, thanks. You're so nice. Garbage, you know. Garbage like, can't. <laughs> So, so what that that is really fascinating, because the thing the thing here is is narrative, right? Like this is mm-hmm. all all of what we're talking about is about about the concept of narrative. And my thing with you know the same version of that, where it's like I don't like the Dodgers either, and I don't like the Lakers, but I root for the Lakers only because of LeBron James, who is from Ohio. Right? He's why yeah. I don't like our, root for the Lakers because right, of LeBron James. Because LeBron James, but Man. but that is but the thing about me in baseball is like I never rooted for. I always hated the Yankees because Ooh. the Yankees were they are the, the team Yanks. with all the money. They they fucking buy every good player, and the 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 Dodgers are the same way. So yeah. my thing narratively is small market teams. I always root for them. So if like if it's like oh the Indians are out of the postseason. Who am I rooting for now? The Milwaukee Brewers, the fucking yeah. you know like the ball like the Baltimore Orioles. Like I'm I'm rooting for the teams that like they have no business competing against the Yankees. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's always the, the rule. And right? when they win, it's great. It's great. And so so all I of that see, said, I, we were Yankees fans because Joe DiMaggio was from San Francisco, and he's like the guy who that's like the local LeBron kid. James. Who exactly. made it to the bigs and was the top, and you're like, he's our guy. That's he's LeBron James, like that to me and LeBron James. Is, it's all again coming from that sense of 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 regionalism, where you go, that person, that team, whatever represents 
something that feels innately part of who I am that allows for me to use them as a proxy. So what is interesting about this with baseball is baseball. So there's two. We just talked about the first thing that I've I've found really really compelling about baseball. Right, is like choosing something and then opting into the lore mm-hmm. so that you can participate. Right, always. Ah, oh, Spakamit. Spakamit actually just experienced some absolute tragedy with the Yankees because Rizzo, who's like a hometown, he's like the Yank, the Cubs guy, just got traded over there and they hit a home run oh. first game. But now um, he's, now anyway, he's a Yankees fan. Yeah, he's, now he's a Yankee. This is a whole different conversation. The Cubs just imploded at trade deadline, so I don't even want to get into it. But like that, that's a big part of it too. But anyway, so the other God thing damn it! To, when it comes to narrative, <laughs> hurts the, don't the, it hurts. There is. There is something so interesting about the way baseball doesn't explain anything. So everything yeah. that happens throughout baseball, you are learning through the lore of the act of of participating. But anyway, so but you know, I don't um, like if you are narratively in, engaged in it. Like I, none of you guys know anything about the Rizzo thing. Right. No, that's the Cubs thing that going to the Yankees. Right. But if you participate in the culture for long enough, you understand the heartache, you understand the rules. Right. Yeah. You understand all these things that happen. So when somebody says the weather is jazz in baseball, mm-hmm. like we all go, well, that oh, that's geez. hilarious. Right. Yeah. Like it just, yeah. It's jazz. That's not weather. What are we talking about? But in the, the world of baseball, the narrative has been established so much that you right. understand the implication of jazz and then it's gonna be you, intense. you are learning yeah but it doesn't also mean jazz it doesn't mean yeah. anything it means whatever has been established through the collective lore of the participants yep. and why you are supposed to care about it right which mm-hmm. is again it's not any different than any other sport i actually find it's also really interesting that they uh, they use baseball instead of like basketball ball Mm -hmm. blocker whatever because baseball is already inherently so confusing yeah and and like the way that fandom happens in baseball i think is also really interesting where there's a lot of people that i don't like i i I think about this a lot because it feels like baseball viewership has gone down a lot yes but the, the contracts are as extreme and as expensive as any sport yeah, like it they is, still it, have. Well, have you ever had a twenty-two dollar beer at Dodger Stadium? I mean, oh, yeah, that's true. But that's well, but that's no different. That's no different than any of my of any other sport, though. You know, I think what baseball has going for, and I think about this. I have this conversation with people a lot. I played competitive baseball my whole life through college. There's so much nuance and intricacy in baseball, specifically baseball, totally. every sport, but specifically baseball because, and I think the average group of viewership 82 percent of them have no idea what's going on they're out there for the beers the dogs kicking your feet up eating some peanuts cheering when other people cheer cheering when other people cheer it's just like a fun thing to go do totally um and that'll never get old and i think that's why baseball is still surviving at all like the game part of it and this probably applies to most sports but i think baseball the most like Right. You most people have no idea, like in a two-two count, yeah. with like a pitcher up and and like the number three batter and the man on second, and there's and the scores tied in the ninth inning. Like why that's an exciting moment, and 
you're just sitting there drinking your twenty two dollar beer. And if you can explain it to someone, it's very interesting pitch by pitch right. what's going to happen next if somebody chooses to care. Most of the time, people are just like, I don't give a shit. I'm getting a little bit right. drunk, having a couple of dogs, <laughs> and um, and that's why I think they're still in business. And the and that's what generates the the payroll, right? Is like the stadiums right. are still crowded, and so that's all that really matters, right? Yeah, totally. It's getting it true. It true. Yeah, Do you go to a game, dog? Do you ever go to the old Dodger game? You know, I've been, and the last time I went, I got there in like the eighth inning. <laughs> That's like when I got there, and we got our hot dogs, sat down, and then like the game was over. So I left. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pretty terrible experience in in Los Angeles. I'll say, like, yeah. As- as Getting far as there the experience sucks. goes, it all sucks. Like yeah. there's other cities do it so much better and and like it's way more fun at like a Chicago or Yeah. I don't like or... love Dodger Stadium. I don't love getting there. I don't love the parking situation. And like I don't love baseball, so it's not like that's gonna make it worth it for me to deal with all the right. other shit. No, so exactly. It I don't really it not, do it. LA makes it not worth it. Almost like yeah. anything else in the town, like just getting around. You're like, exactly, okay, guys. Exactly. Have you guys been to Anaheim, Anaheim Stadium, though, the Angels. No, no. Is that pretty sweet. I'm sure it's I, clean. So I've actually nice. never been to a Dodgers game. I've only been to Angels games. The reason, oh, quite frankly, Cleveland. is, I yeah, because of Cleveland. Every time I'd Cleveland's like to go in with town, you they'll... this. Let's go this season. I'm in. Yeah, yeah I mean, I tried to get you to go last time. I mean, it's a, it's a fucking, it's you know, it's one of those things where it's like a very kid friendly um, atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's it's very like the the seats are pretty cheap because the Angels aren't that great. It's probably gotten more expensive because Shohei Otani, who's like that guy, super yeah. super super superstar, is is on their team. But nice. he's, he's my new favorite it, guy. Yeah, it's everybody's everybody's favorite guy. But yeah, it's it's um, I mean, base. Yeah, it's this is they really. I mean, we could explain every possible element of baseball. But it's never going to do it full justice. And mm-hmm. like anything, I mean, this almost feels like, in a way, the m- microcosm of what the internet is. Like, you know, one of the rules yeah. of the internet is you don't explain the internet, right? Yeah. Which we actively break at least Constantly. once a week. Right? That's the point so, of our show. <laughs> yeah, that's the point of our show. So, but it, but, in our defense, we're explaining it to ourselves to try to understand. Exactly. Yeah, we're <laughs> not explaining it to, to kids or our mothers. Yeah. We are right, not right. trying to be cool, guys. No, we're not. And, and so I think baseball, in a way, is kind of similar, where it's like, here's the here's the gist. It's a baseball simulation that takes place in a vaguely horror environment with rules that don't make sense, and most of the rules aren't even established until something has already happened, right? Yeah. Oh, you like that? Play baseball, right? <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, other than that, it like you you kind of just have to get into it because I think that we are the kind of people we are curious in a way for a living or at the very least what we do on this podcast is hardly a living but it's something we love doing it's and like the whole premise money, of this is, is you know, pretty I mean we don't make seven figures per se <laughs> right per um, se per se every year we don't I always hated that yeah. term six figures I'm like you're talking right. about. One hundred thousand to nine hundred ninety nine thousand. Yeah, it's a big difference, buddy. <laughs> the range is a shitload of money. Yeah, like, give me right. anyway. 
It's the dumbest. Hey, I'm making six yeah. figures. Yeah. Hey, well, buddy, I make six figures. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> I had a friend. I had a friend who every time she'd have a conversation like this, she'd be like, listen, I'm making hundreds of dollars over here. <laughs> <laughs> it could mean anything. Yeah. Really. Um, but um, but but I think, you know, if, if you are into the proposition of if you like if you want to, like, volunteer yourself into an inherently confusing situation that you actively learn about and participate in and you like community building, Blazeball is so fucking sick. It it's, is where's such, that? it's such a unique thing that is that it like took the internet by storm. I mean, they also, by the way, they refer to it as a cultural event, right? They don't talk about it as like a simulation, whatever, because it really does feel like that. It really feels like this happened a year ago. People glommed on. We didn't even talk about the fan art that is, is mm-hmm. associated with all this shit. But, you know, again, uh, so I was actually reading a side. Uh, so I I like to read when I can. I don't have a ton of time. Right. But, it, you know, if I have idle time, I'll sit down and read. Lately, I've been reading Ubik, the Philip K. Dick book, Ooh. famous Philip K. Dick book, um, or Ubik rather. And, and I was reading it and I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, it's so interesting reading sci-fi because the basics of communication are thrown out the door, right? Like they, they yeah. use terminology that they don't, they don't explain and there's no glossary to understand what the basic terms are that they're mm-hmm. using. So you have to work extra hard and be like extra cognizant to understand the rules of the universe that this all takes place in right yeah like if they say yeah yeah, if they say soda that might that might not mean soda it's just a word they're using to describe or articulate something else in a universe they have created right it reminds me of drug dealing and being in the game uh but (laughs) yes there's a whole subset of lingo if you will yeah there's uh, there's language but but it's, but it's, it's not. a game. It's, it's it's a game environment. It's a game. Right? It's yeah. a game environment. And so and and that is, I think, a big part of what makes baseball fun, challenging, invigorating, all of that is is the fact that you you do not know what anything means. You have to learn you have to learn in real time what is going on. Yeah. And you have to try to learn and you have to like listen to context clues. And then, you know, a lot of the sub, by the way, I mean, we, we, we didn't really talk much about the sub today because it's we, we discovered Blazeball. It has a big Reddit presence, but it's also not a massive Reddit presence. I mean, it's like I think they have like, you know, 14, 15,000 people. 11,000 readers. 11,000. But, you know, like if you go to the, the right now on new, like baseball baseball interview this is from venture beat that's a really good piece you guys should read it but then it's like number three beginner question number four i just joined baseball but i don't think but i think everybody on my team is deceased number six i didn't pay much attention last season but i heard i should what happened number seven what is this number nine i don't get it right like it's all these people being like i don't under, how do i how do i do what it how do i do it and then everybody's kind of like their responses are just inside jokes, right? Like, like what is this? Like the number one, the response is, um, oh boy, you picked a really weird time to join. So a basic overview of baseball <laughs> is, right? And then this like long thing. Um, but, you know, a lot of the other ones are just like, hey, what happened? Like, I didn't pay attention much to this season. What happened, right? And then, 
and there's like he just posts a video that's that is tries to sum it up right like yeah. it's one of those things where people are just like you just got you just gotta try you just gotta try right yeah exactly and like I, and i was i was also like i, I, like I experienced this in real time like i was i was doing yeah. the baseball thing and I was, the whole fucking time like when i joined the discord my brain just like exploded and i already have a hard time with discord i've thought about opening a discord for our our did you reddit stuff before but i'm so bad at paying attention to discord it's just like yeah another communication system that i just can't wrap my head around yeah um but you know it's it's just an endless endless web of lore and questions and comments and like and i'm just like i don't know how to pay attention i just have to like have my team and like do what i think is my involvement in this yeah. which is like try, try to figure it out over time and and you know it is a cultural event and this is mm-hmm. the one this is one of those things where i like i act i actually think at some point this is going to become like a movie or a tv show or something yeah i would love uh, that it should South park guys made basketball in about 1997 which was remember uh, that geez my my computer keeps ringing um that was great it's it's funny about two years ago my my really uh my my good friend mike hurley shout out mike hurley was sitting in traffic coming into los angeles and they were at the um sepulveda overpass and they were at the skirball center exit they were like sitting under it during some like wildfire and he started making up a game called Skirball. And it, oh. it it's it, it almost exactly like Blaseball in that it's it's one long joke that started <laughs> off of like being bored and this thing called Skirball and how Skirball right. sounds like a game, but a made right. up game. And so it's in our little friend group, we like will get together and drink beers and add rules to the game. And when I discovered this Blaseball thing, I was like, Oh my god, this is the same thing. It's just a yeah. different version of the same thing. It's a game that basically doesn't exist, but it makes people laugh. And it's oh. a fun way for our specific group of friends to get together. Bringing in a new person to it and trying to explain it would almost be impossible. Because we've documented totally. none of it. It's all just like up here, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that's so true. So like these are, this is something that I feel like a lot of us, that is not a brand new idea or anything. Like something that when I first started looking into this, it reminded me of our episode and it's not just our episode. This is, this right. was Bryson's big game broadcast. Uncle B right. um, did this before we put it on our podcast. It's not affiliated with us. It's his idea, but he did Bryson's big game broadcast, which had fake football, names fake football teams it was just it was like eerily similar and he did this in like 2018 2019 so very funny it's something that people like to role play and have fun with and doing it as a fan is like it's just hilarious and I think that now is probably a really good time to get into it because I think the new era doesn't start for a couple months is that right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, they're 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 trying to get their shit together. They're basically doing like they've been working on a pretty antiquated system. So they're going to add like mm-hmm. a mobile support. That's um, great. Text notifications, like th- things that allow. Yeah. Because this was one of the things I was dealing with. I was playing and I would wake up in the morning because the games don't stop. Like it, once it right. starts, it doesn't stop until it's just the like siesta. And so I wake up in the morning and I'm like, I check baseball and I'm like, oh, my team was totally incinerated. I. I <laughs> 
know what happened. I like literally don't, I can't figure out what just what happened, you know? Um, so it's, it's confusing. So I guess to close it, I'm going to read. So this is actually, this is a Reddit post. This is one of those, like, uh, the, the title of the post is I just joined blaze ball, but I think everyone on my team is deceased. And then <laughs> and they, they say, did I pick the wrong team? Right. Um, which is, which is funny in itself, but there are two, the, the two top responses, I think kind of both inform the world by which blaze ball exists, but also where we are for anybody who is about to join blaze ball or getting into blaze ball. Don't, don't, uh, be discouraged, right? So, oh my top comment, right? So, Blaze Ball is kind of kind of imploded right now. Uh, at the conclusion of the most recent season, every team was consumed by a supermassive black hole, but the 24 main teams are set to be reinstated in a new upcoming era. This new era doesn't have a set date of release, though. We know it will be in the uh, well. We know it will it will be at least two weeks, but it could be a very very likely will be uh, a couple months away. In the meantime, you can visit the Blaseball Disc- Discord, relive games by using redblaze.cyber.dev, uh, explore the wiki, read Blaseball News Network. That's a that's a that's a they're they're like sports center essentially and browse the twitter hashtags right cool nice, um the nice. comment below that is welcome to blaze ball right so i don't know what i did my team's dead be like oh cool welcome that's welcome. This is how it goes that's right? normal um Unfortunately, this may be a difficult time to get into it, but the era just ended. This means that a lot of the plot events just happened and the game is on hiatus. Siesta is what they call it. Don't worry, your team will be fine, but there won't be much happening on the site for a while. In the meantime, feel free to join the Discord, like I said, uh, and watch the official roundups starting with this video. So the roundups are a very helpful. I watched a roundup and I was still insanely confused, but they do give you a little bit of the like ground rules right, to catch mm-hmm. up on the plot. There's, and that's also important. Like, you know, we kind of keep glossing over this, but like plot, like this is a long story, right? So it is a plot. It's a confusing plot and you're participating yeah. as, a, as watching, but like there's a plot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, to catch up on the plot, there's no roundup for the last couple seasons. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see it to see that as an announcement that the siesta is coming to an end. So keep your eyes peeled. And, and the ellipsis on teams will be fine. We know that the teams themselves will be back next era. We aren't sure yet exactly what that means. It may be a reset. It may be the same players you see with or without their current stats. It may be something completely different. We don't know anything yet, right? So this is actually a good time to get into baseball, but we don't know when it's coming back. But this is – we are at a pause. So yeah. Get only caught missed, up. Join again. You've only missed 21 seasons in uh, one year, so <laughs> – yeah. Well, also, by the way, if we were doing this while Blazeball was happening, anything that we would talk about in the current events of Blazeball, by the time this comes out, it would have been completely different. Like, this shit moves so fast. So, it's actually nice that we're doing it while the season is kind of on a hiatus. But, anyway, that's Blazeball, I guess. That's Blazeball, I think. Yeah. That's Splorts. That's Blazeball. That's Rock (laughs) Blaper Blizzards. Go Baltimore Um, Crabs. Baltimore Crabs, Ohio Worms, San Francisco Lovers, Tokyo Lift. Tokyo Lift. Pick your team. The Breckenridge um, Jazz San Hands. Francisco Kiss. Breckenridge Jazz Hands, the the New York mm. Millennials. Charleston the Miami Shoe Dale. Thieves. Yeah. The Moist Talkers. <laughs> a lot of good teams. Yep. Right. Great names, um, you guys. Yeah, so this is 
this is a space to watch. It's fucking sick. I love baseball. I want to pay attention to it. We might do another episode at some point because this feels this is like the most internet thing I've seen in a while. You know? <laughs> yep. Um, which I which I love. So, um, uh, anything else have, to wrap it up? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Good luck with your bandwidth on uh, taking on another team in sport and league. But uh, <laughs> I'm already. I, I can't. I'm not taking on another team. I'm already an Ohio Worms guy. Can't yeah. do anything about it. <laughs> I do like the. I, I'm a little bit jealous of your mascot, but the kiss, I guess, is going to be my. Uh, That's pretty sick. <laughs> signing off with the kiss. Signing off with, signing the, off kiss. with the kiss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you All guys. Right. God damn well, it. this is uh, go go sports. Well said, sp- Spatchman. Um, anyway, this is Did You Reddit, a weekly uh, podcast about the internet and sports. My name is. It's your. It's your, uh, your scratch to lose today <laughs> and i am dog boobs and i'm big time gum uh, for the san francisco kiss saying uh, see you later we'll be back next week thanks for hanging out see ya bye thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.